What is going on, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Analyst Podcast. My name is Ari, and it's great to be back again for the second time for our second episode of the Star Wars Analyst Podcast. So, yeah, let's just get straight into it. Um, firstly, massive thank you to everyone who tuned into the first episode. I really wasn't expecting many people to listen since it was the first episode, and you know, I was pro- probably pretty rusty. But, um, yeah, I got a lot of support for it, a, a bit of a you know, overwhelming response, but um, just, yeah, massive thank you. And, yeah, thank you if you've come back to, uh, to listen to the second episode. Uh, but I can't thank you enough. I really appreciate it. Anyway, this week we have a fair bit to talk about. Um, I mean, I've got a lot to talk, talk about. There wasn't a lot of, like, announcements or anything, but I've got kind of, yeah, a lot to go through with, you know, there were a bunch of kind of small announcements, bunch of rumors. Um, you know, obviously the behind the scenes Disney Plus um, Mandalorian show is still going, so I'll have a quick chat about that. Um, and then also I've got um, the first ever Q and A for the show, so I've taken a bunch of questions from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and well, there was there was a lot of questions. Which thank you by the way if you sent a question in. I can't get to all of them because the podcast would just go for too long but i've picked out five and you know i'll answer them later and we'll chat about them but i'm really looking forward to that um so yeah uh firstly so okay so i didn't really touch on this a bit last week but so at the start of the podcast i'm going to talk about announcements and content so any content that's dropped you know a book a comic um a show i mean a show would probably have its own episode if you know an episode of something dropped um but you know kind of small stuff i'd always kind of talk about um, at the start of the episode, because you know I read all the comics and the books and whatnot, um, for the most part that is. Um, but yeah, obviously with everything going on in the world, there isn't a lot of content dropping. So right now it's pretty much just announcements. Um, but you know that's fine. We still have so there's so much to talk about in Star Wars. So and you know the content will come back. Um, the you know who knows when the comics will start up again because those are the main things that have stopped. Um, but yeah, look, I'm looking forward to it and, you know, it's no one's fault. It's, it's really out of anyone's control, um, at the moment. Anyway, in saying that though, a book did drop this week, uh, Queen's Peril by E.K. Johnston. It is the sequel to her first book, Queen's Shadow. Um, and the book is pretty much a Padme, Padme central, uh, story. It's, it's all about Padme and her handmaidens and, um, all that I haven't read it yet. I haven't got the chance to, um, but I, I definitely will get to it at some stage. And when I do read it, I'll talk about it on the podcast. Um, but I, I've enjoyed E.K. Johnson. I'm pretty sure she wrote the Ahsoka book, which is one of my favourite Star Wars books. Um, and then obviously she did the uh, Queen's Shadow, which was also a really fun read. Um, so yeah, I can't I, since I haven't read it, I can't really talk about it too much. But it is out now. Um, I'm sure you can order it online or something if you're interested. Um, and then to some kind of, uh, not, not sad, just kind of unfortunate news, uh, The High Republic has been delayed. So if you don't already know, The High Republic is a, a new era of storytelling that Lucasfilm is going to explore. Um, and it's going to have comics, books, um, and then uh, like junior books, young adult novels, all that kind of thing. Um, and they're not going to be that it'll be just stories from that era um, and all the stories will kind of uh, play into one big overall story. Um, and, yeah, it sounds 
great. You know, obviously we haven't got any content from it yet. Um, but yeah, so unfortunately it has been delayed. Um, so the first book that was going to come out, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule and A Test of Courage, um, which was the junior novel, uh, they're not going to release until January 5, 2021. And the original release date was sometime in August, I believe. And then Claudia Gray's young adult novel, Into the Dark, has moved to February 2nd, 2021. And so, yeah, obviously it's it's annoying that um, that they've been pushed back, but it's, it's really out of uh, anyone's control at this stage. Um, but I think I'm not too sure exactly why it is um, because obviously books are still coming out. I think it's because they want the comics to come out alongside the books. And if the comics can't come out, then um, it might ruin kind of the flow of the story for people that choose to read all the stories. So that's completely understandable. Um, and I'm still just as excited for it because uh, all the authors and um, comic book writers and all that that are on board um, sound great and they've all done kind of Star Wars stuff before. So I'm still really looking forward to it, but it is a shame that it's been delayed. Um, and in terms of, you know, comics not coming out and stuff, there's a question in the Q&A about that, so there'll be more on that later. Um, okay, so the next announcement was that a new action-adventure virtual reality experience, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, has officially been announced. Uh, the VR experience connects to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the new Disneyland Parks, and will extend the law around Black Spire Outpost. So, obviously, Black Spire Outpost is kind of the Disneyland park, um, uh, or, like, it's it's where it's set, you know, kind of. Um, I, I'm, I'm Australian, so obviously I haven't had the chance to go uh, yet um, and probably won't for a while at this stage. Um, but, yeah, look, I don't have any way to play VR games. Like, so I haven't played the Vader Immortal VR game Um because, um, you know, they're, and they're not as accessible. So, um, but it's great for people that do have those, you know, VR headsets or whatever they are, um, who can play this. So yeah, I don't know when I'll have the chance to, to play this. Um, but look, it sounds, sounds like, uh, some good fun and yeah, obviously, uh, I, I hope at some stage they can put it out on PC, PS4, Xbox or something. Um, to make it more accessible to other people. But, you know, what can you do? Um, but, yeah, that sounds like uh, good fun. Anyway, moving on. Uh, as I said, these are all kind of small announcements anyway. Um, the next announcement was that Jedi Temple Challenge, a new Star Wars children's game show, is now officially going to debut on June 3rd on the Star Wars Kids uh, YouTube channel. So it hasn't dropped um, at the time of me recording this, but it probably will be out by the time this episode is out. Um, yeah, look, <laughs> I, once again, there's not much to say about this. Uh, it's hosted by Ahmed Best, who plays Jar Jar, if you didn't know. Um, so that's it's great. It's I'm sure it'll be loads of fun. It sounds like something I would have loved to um, uh, have watched when I was, you know, a younger kid. So, um, yeah, that's great for for the the kids that love Star Wars. It's uh sounds like a really fun kind of little game show that they've got going there and I'm sure um I'm sure I'll still give it a watch, see what it's like. Um but yeah, that's great. Uh moving on. So another small announcement. Battlefront two is gonna be the PS plus game for June. Um which pretty much just means it's so if you have PlayStation Plus 
which I think most people who have a PlayStation do. Um, Battlefront 2 is going to be free for the whole month, so if you haven't already got it, uh, get onto the PlayStation Plus store or whatever and download it. Um, so yeah, that's that. That'll be good for the game though, because it'll help um, help it grow and uh, hopefully the player base gets bigger. And yeah, anyway, those are all the announcements we've got that have been official. Moving on to some of the more rumory things that have been going around. So it's all kind of to do with Star Wars Rebels. Uh, these rumors. So let me just let me read them out. So the first one is that two animations are in development as well as a Star Wars Rebels sequel. So yeah, I oh man, I I honestly I'm not sure about. Last week we were talking about Mandalorian casting rumors. And I kind of, yeah, I was kind of convinced that a lot of those could be true. A lot of these I'm so not sure about. Um, but with this one specifically, this is just straight up presuming that this Star Wars Rebel sequel show exists. Um, and we'll get into that uh, later on. But yeah, uh, I mean, if this is true, that's great because I would love Star Wars to get to a point where there's just an episode of something every week, you know, whether, you know, one week or like, oh, not one week, like for two months or whatever, there's an animation show running and then the next two months there's a live action show. And so every week there's like just a little bit of Star Wars. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know if everyone wants that personally. That's just something that I think would be great and kind of like the perfect uh, dosage of Star Wars. Um, but yeah, I mean... If, if this is true, obviously we know nothing of what these animations could be about. There was rumours a while ago that one of them could be about Dr. Aphra, who's a, a comic character. If that's the case, that, that's great. Um, but this is saying two on top of the Star Wars Rebels sequel. So, yeah, as it, but we'll talk about the Star Wars Rebels sequel in a second. Okay, so the next ones, they both kind of go, uh, go together. So they've said... Lucasfilm is reportedly in the process of casting an actor to portray Ezra Bridger in a live-action Disney Plus Star Wars show. The casting is rumoured not to be for The Mandalorian and that they're looking for a male aged 30 to 40. And then they're also reportedly planning to introduce a live-action version of Thrawn in an upcoming project, which we can only presume is the same project they're casting a live-action Ezra for. Okay. I'm so confused. <laughs> so in the first kind of rumory thing, they're saying that there's they're talking about animations and I think I kind of just presume that they're saying that the Rebel sequel is an um is an animation as well, but then these are saying that they're ca- going to cast a live action Thrawn and Ezra. So I uh, yeah, I don't know what to think of this. Uh uh, and I, I don't think they're true as well, honestly. I mean, they could be, but at this stage, I just... It seems... I think that the Star Wars Rebel sequel does exist and is going to happen, but I think it's going to be animated. I wouldn't really have a problem with it being live action, but um, I think it would be easier for Lucasfilm to make that show animated because all those characters already exist in animation. Um, so... Look, if they're going to make it live action, that's great, but I just I don't see the need for it and I think a lot of people would prefer it to be an animated show. Um but uh, yeah, and it it feels I don't know how I feel about casting someone else to play Ezra because for me Taylor Gray who voices Ezra in Rebels just 
is Ezra. You know, he just uh, I don't know. I feel like if they're gonna if they're gonna continue Ezra's story, he should be the one to play him. And you know, if it's someone else, sure. But I would, yeah, I I do think the animation is the smarter choice. Um, but and, you know, who knows? Though they could be doing an, the Star Wars Rebels sequel in animation, and then. Um, you know, for some reason, Ezra and Thorne are needed in a in a live action show. But at this stage, I you know the Star Wars Rebels sequel is something I really want, and if they're gonna if they're gonna do it, hopefully it's in animation. But like I said, this is all rumor. You know, the the Rebels sequel hasn't been confirmed by Lucasfilm, but I think it it, it is going to happen. It is a matter of time though, because. You know, I think it was planned for this fall, so around um, September, October, November, um, around those months. But obviously, with everything going on, it could have been pushed back, or you know, they've had to stop production on the show for whatever, whatever reason. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, with these live action rumors, I don't know. I I would take them with a grain of salt for now. You know, later on, if something else comes out, um, maybe, you know, we can start to talk about them as if they were true, but for for the time being, uh, I'm not so sure about them. But, yeah, hopefully we do get this Star Wars Rebel sequel, you know, whether it's this year, next year, um, 2022. Uh, but I just think, I think Ezra and Thrawn definitely deserve um, more. There's There's definitely more story to tell with those characters, um, and yeah. Okay. Let's get on to the next topic, which is Mandalorian season two. So it was confirmed a few weeks ago by Lucasfilm that season two is not delayed, which is great news because they did finish filming, uh, before, um, everything kind of, you know, fell, <laughs> fell apart in the world. Um, and so, and I, I think, you know, they were saying they can still work on, uh, the post-production, stuff from home which is great um because then they still will be able to get it out in october when it was planned for so that would be fantastic um if it stays that way um and it looks like it will so that's great news um and then also just i want to touch on kind of continue something that i was talking about last week which i i talked for a while about all the casting rumors there was you know about seven characters that were rumored and i had a few people message me saying you know, all these characters are people that, you know, they're good characters and whatnot, but the uh, the thing I love about The Mandalorian is it's its own story and all this stuff and, you know, it's going to be too crowded and everyone's all concerned about that. And I definitely understand that concern. But, I mean, if you look at it's, I don't know, if you, if you look at what Rebels did, in Season 1, the story was super centric around... Um, the ghost and it really it introduced all those characters and gave them time um, to show who they are and whatnot before and that was before we got Ahsoka, Rex, Vader, all these people because they didn't come in until season two and most people think that the show only got better after season one so you know I I, I don't think it's going to be too crowded and I get people going oh you know I only love the Mandalorian because it's so its own thing but you know Dave Filoni, John Favreau, I trust them as storytellers. They they know Star Wars and they know what they're doing. So 
I wouldn't be too concerned. But also, a lot of the Boba Fett uh, talk um, is saying that he is only going to have a little role in season two, and he's going to be much more prominent in the third season. So, um, you know, it's not as if, you know, say Captain Rex, it is true that he is in season two. He doesn't need to have, you know, his own, like, five-episode arc or whatever. He can only be in a little part of one episode. Like, I'm sure they'll do the character justice. So, you know, um, I'm personally, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm, like, out of my seat, like, so excited to see, like, old, like Ahsoka, Sabine, all these people. Um, and But I'm definitely not concerned about it. I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to, how it's going to play out and how they're going to do it, if that is what they're doing. Um, but yeah, look, I think, you know, in terms of the Mandalorian, things are looking great for, for the future of that show. And yeah, I honestly, I'm so excited for the second season to come out so that, um, I can talk about it on this podcast. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I thought I'd quickly touch on the Disney gallery show, um, which is just a Mandalorian behind the scenes show. Uh, the fifth episode just came out. Um, it was called Practical, and it was all about practical effects, what it's like to make the show, um, you know, and I think it was uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I think that's her name, uh, Ron Howard's daughter. She was saying, you know, um, people might think, oh, you know, all the actors are in mocap suits, um, as in motion capture, uh, you know, and then they just edit it all. But, you know, uh, the actors, they're not in mocap suits. Like, Kawil, for example, the... The Ugnaught, um, who dies in season one, that that is a character in a costume, you know. So that yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And that yeah, they did talk about um what the puppetry was like, uh, with, you know, characters like Kawil, Baby Yoda and whatnot. Um so yeah, I you know, there's not really not much to talk about with this show. It's it's just it's just fun to watch. Um it's you know, if you like behind the scenes stuff and you haven't checked it out. Check it out. Um, actually, something else they did show a lot of was the Baby Yoda puppet um, or the child, whatever you want to call it. Um, but that was, yeah, that was so cute uh, watching uh, just him coming to life and the way, you know, it was pretty interesting um, seeing some of their earlier designs for the character. You know, he was he was hideous. He was so ugly. Um, but then, yeah, then they brought him uh to life building with you know it said they said that it took them like three months or something to um to build the puppet which is just a crazy amount of um uh time that to, to build a puppet so yeah that's that was awesome and and yeah that just shows what it's like to work on one of these shows um which is just so cool um but yeah uh uh, there's i think there's three more episodes left of the this behind the scenes little show um which is cool, you know, I'm really enjoying it um, and hopefully keeps up. Okay, so the last thing that I've got for this episode is the Q&A. As I said before, thanks to everyone who submitted questions. Sorry that I can't get to all of them. It just, it would take too long to answer them all. Um, But yeah, be on the lookout on Instagram, uh, Twitter and Facebook. I'll post a Q&A post um, on there around Monday morning, Monday night. Um, and then, yeah, I'll just collect a bunch of questions and, and answer them. Um, yeah, so yeah, I got some really great questions, 
um, though this week, which was awesome. So let's start off with uh, Nick Miller. He said, so if the High Republic takes place around 200 to 250 BBY, that means that Yoda is present, right? Since he was 900 when he died in 4 ABY, um, 200 years before that, he should kind of be in his prime. And according to Wikipedia, he joined the Jedi Order as a youngling and became a master when he was 100. I guess I'm sort of answering my own question here, but I haven't seen Yoda in any of the um, promotional materials for the High Republic. So thank you for the question, Nick. Um, Yeah, so uh, if you didn't understand all that 200, 250 BBY, it pretty much just means 200 years before A New Hope, um, which is where this the High Republic story is taking place. So yeah, Yoda would be around around 700 years old at this time. Um, and yeah, look, the way I think he's going to play into the High Republic will be um, he's going to be there, but and they're, they're, I think they're going to mention him quite a bit, but he's not going to be at the centre of the story. because, And I think that's a smart move because we all know what happens to Yoda and we all love him. So it will be nice to see him from time to time. But um, it is hard to create stakes with characters that, you know, we know what's going to happen to them. Obviously, you know, Clone Wars, Ahsoka and Rex, they did that perfectly. So I'm not saying that he won't be involved um, in any major way, but I don't think he'll be playing into the stories too much. Um, But I think he will be there. And hopefully, I do hope that eventually, though, if the High Republic is a success, that we do get a kind of story about Yoda in that time. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a whole book. could be just, you know, a five-issue comic series or something like that. But, you know, Yoda is such an iconic Star Wars character. Um, And, yeah, I'd love to see... Because, you know, maybe they could always, the characters could always be saying, oh, Master Yoda, he's off on, you know, whatever planet. And then eventually, and they keep kind of saying, Master Yoda's doing this, Master Yoda's doing that. And then eventually we kind of get a story about, you know, what he actually is doing. Um, but, yeah, I think I think uh, not a major role, but he will be, he will be there, no doubt. Um, but thank you for the question, Nick. I appreciate that. Okay, the next question is from James, and he says, do you think that Hera or any other people from Star Wars Rebels were in the Ghost in the Rise of Skywalker, or do you think it was Hera's son? So, yeah, obviously the Ghost is the um, the ship from Star Wars Rebels, um, which is kind of like the home of, of the main characters, um, and it is in uh, Rise of Skywalker in, in the Battle of Exegol, but, you know, it's kind of, it's there in the background. Um, it's, but, you know, hardcore fans will see it and know what it is and and all that i'm not too sure how old Hera would be by this stage but i think she would be around leia's age so it definitely could have been her um and by the way i do really hope we get um a kind of a story around this and also uh the ghost in the battle of scarif um they just keep putting it (laughs) putting it in movies and not you know not kind of showing us uh who was piloting what was going on which is fine but i hope they get to tell those stories eventually because i love those characters um and whatnot but yeah uh but you said could it be Hera's son so that's uh jason um yeah definitely could have been uh there's no doubt um i mean realistically it could have been anyone but i think it would have been Hera or her kid or um or Zeb or Rex, or actually probably not Rex. Um, 
But yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> I'm just speculating at this point. Um, if I had to say, I'd probably say it was Jason, so Hera's son. But who knows? Who knows, really? But great question, thank um, and thank you, James. The next question comes from Carl Diaz, and he says that I get people want to support local comic book stores, but we are still seeing releases like Afra. Uh, what are some other digital runs uh, that you would like to see? Um, yeah, so, okay, so as I was talking about earlier, the comics have been put on hold to do um, the whole pandemic and whatnot, and uh, people can't, the, all the comic book stores have closed, so it pretty much rules out um, physical copies. <clears throat> but then on May the 4th, um, we did get uh, the first issue of the new Dr. Afro series, um, and that. Uh, but that only came out digitally, and then it came out physically, and I think they just shipped it to people. Um, uh, so, uh, but that was like two weeks later or something. Um, yeah, personally, I read all my comics digitally, so it doesn't really affect me uh, if you know if they're released digitally and, and not physically. But also, it would be such a shame to see comic book stores go out of business um, because of the pandemic. Um, so if, if we have to hold off comics for another few more months because it's, you know, it's taking a toll on comic book stores, cause you know, if everyone switches to, uh, digital, then the comic book stores will really start to struggle. Um, so yeah, if we have to hold off for a few more months, that's really fine by me. Um, but if they can find a way around it, you know, so they can, comic book stores can ship, um, you know, issues to people or um, something like that. That would be great because I am missing uh, the comic uh, the comic books quite a lot. Um, but you said, what are some other digital runs you'd like to see? So actually also there was another comic that came out called Battle Tales, um, which was the same as Afro. They released it digitally and then shipped it out to people. Um, but yeah, so there's, oh, there's one, two, three. I think there's about five comics going on at the moment. There's the the Star Wars run, the Doctor Aphra run, the Darth Vader, Bounty Hunters, and Battle Tales. But yeah, I'm really enjoying all of them. So if uh, I, I'd just take any of them, to be honest, I don't have a particular favorite. Um, although I was really, really enjoying the the Star Wars run, which is taking place in between episodes five and six. Um, yeah, Luke went to Cloud City and looking for his lightsaber, and then um, <clears throat> chaos kind of erupted. And yeah, it's 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 a really fun story. Um, so I had to pick one to come back. I would probably pick that one, but I just I would be so happy to get any of the comics back, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and but it doesn't look like we'll have to wait too much longer. It looked because I think they're planning on starting the backup uh, late. I think late June or mid July at this stage, um, <clears throat> but that that is subject to change, um, you know, because who knows what's going to happen uh, in the real world. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you for the question, Carl. I appreciate that. Uh, the next question is from Cole Murphy, and he simply asks, "Who is your favorite bounty hunter?" Um, okay, so I don't know if this counts as a bounty hunter, but if she does, then Asajj Ventress. But I know a lot of people would um, would say that she doesn't count because, you know, she was only a 
bounty hunter for a certain amount of time. Because, you know, going by that logic, I guess Quinlan Voss was also a bounty hunter at some stage. And if he counts, then I'd probably say him. But, um, yeah, uh, I I love Ventress's character so much. And uh, in season five of Clone Wars, when we see her as a bounty hunter and she works with Ahsoka, um, <clears throat> yeah, that was a great story. And then also Dark Disciple, which is a book about her and Quinlan Voss trying to assassinate, um, trying to assassinate the uh, Count Dooku. Um, that that's my favorite canon book, and probably just my favorite Star Wars book ever. Um, I love both those characters, especially Asajj. So if she counts, then her. If not, um, I'd probably say Din Djarin, which is Mandalorian, obviously. I guess, but then again, does he count as a bounty hunter still? Is he still a bounty hunter? I mean, I guess he is, so him. And then probably next on my list would be Cad Bane. He's just, he's awesome. <laughs> uh, but, <clears throat> yeah, then, you know, obviously there's people like like uh, Embo, Boba Fett. I love all those guys. But, um, yeah, I probably have to go with uh, Ventress. But thank you for the question, uh, Cole. Um Okay, the next question is from Ethan, and he says, have you thought about doing any collaborations with other Star Wars podcasts? Also, what was your inspiration for starting your podcast? Um, okay, well, oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, I've, I've thought about um, the kind of people that I want to collaborate with, um, but at the moment, I, you know, realistically, I've only just started. I have to get my name um, out there first, and then... Hopefully, I'll um, be able to start working with other Star Wars podcasters and YouTubers. Like, and but there, the problem is, uh, since I'm Australian, and you know, uh, I, there's time zones, all this sort of thing. Um, I am at a little bit of a disadvantage. Um, but yeah, there's there's loads of people like um, Star Wars Explained, Hello Greedo, Force Center. Um, I, you know, honestly, if I ever get to work with any of those um, channels, I would be, I would be so thrilled. Um, but you know, that that is so so far off at the moment. I'm, you know, I've just started. Um, but those would be the kinds of people that I would like to work with um, going forward. But then also, you know, just I've already got uh, a, a friend coming on in a few weeks. Um, you know, just just people around me that that you know also love Star Wars. Those are the sorts of people who will be on, you know, for for while I'm still beginning. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then my inspiration for starting the podcast, well, you know, probably the people I just said, Styles Explained, Hello Greedo, Force Center. Um, I've I've watched Styles Explained for the longest, which is, um, uh, oh, it's probably been since I started my Instagram page, which was about five years ago. Um but yeah, the the guy that runs it, Alex and his wife, Molly, they're just the nicest people. <laughs> I love the way they go about it. They're so positive. Um, but yeah, you know those guys are are so nice. Um, and yeah, their content is just fantastic. You know. Um, but then also, I just I just really wanted to to do a Star Wars podcast like. Like I was, I really enjoy posting on Instagram, but it's just so much different, you know, talking out loud about it than you know just typing stuff and 
um, asking questions. And the internet is just so goddamn brutal <laughs> that it's nicer to have just proper conversation, you know, like, um, so, you know, actually saying stuff and kind of going into it more um, because, you know, to if I, if I wrote down everything I said in this podcast, it would take me all day. Um, but... Yeah, I kind of, and I want it to be more than just like a, just an Instagram fan page for Star Wars because there's so many, you know, fan pages and stuff, which is great. Um, and that, you know, I love a lot of the fan pages, but, um, I wanted to really put myself out there. Um, and yeah, just talk about Star Wars because <laughs> it's, it's just what I love. But yeah, that's about it for the Q and A. Um, thank you to everyone who sent in questions. As I said, um, be on the lookout on, on Mondays, I'll be posting Q&A threads, um, or maybe I'll post them earlier, but if you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, um, you should know about it. I'll post it on my story and everything. Um, but yeah, that just about wraps up the episode too. Um, if you haven't already, please drop a like or a review, depending on how you're listening, and subscribe or follow the channel. Uh, f- make sure you're following me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, I'll see you all next Wednesday. As always, thank you so much for listening and may the force be with you.